Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Des Bishop Podcast. I mean, the setting that I am in right now is as good as it gets. Sitting in the Ahado Heights Hotel, looking out at the mountains of Kerry, which tower over the beautiful lakes of Killarney. And the sun has just come out. It's one of these days where One minute it's sideways rain and the next minute it's paradise. Very sort of changeable Irish weather day, but it's it's, it's currently in a beautiful phase. I can actually see the blue sky, the clouds moving quickly over the mountains. And if you've ever stayed at the Addo Heights Hotel, it really is quite a vista. And um, I'm blessed they're looking after me well. They gave me a nice room looking out over the lake and... uh, there's nothing I like more than a solo podcast in a beautiful location with good acoustics, just taking it all in. And honestly, it is wonderful to be back doing the show. Uh, I've done two nights now. I've done Retoth and Killarney last night. The only problem is last night was the first, well, I've only done two shows, but last night was the first show that was uh, over two years since they went on sale, so... Essentially, that that Christmas of 2019, you know, a lot of these tickets from last night would have been sold. Um, And there was quite a number of no-shows, purchased ticket no-shows, which apparently has been a problem across the board for anybody who's been making updates from two years ago. So I think it's a bigger problem here in Ireland than in the States because I feel like there's been more of society being open for a lot longer in the States than here. And a lot of comics that I know are now only, literally only now, making updates from tickets that were purchased in in the early winter of 2019. You know, in the that sort of Christmas lead up 2019. So keep that in mind. If you know anybody that has uh, tickets to postpone shows that originally were supposed to be close to two years ago, make sure to remind them. And the thing is that in the in the case of Killarney, the shows were Ticketmaster. Not all my shows are Ticketmaster, but these shows were Ticketmaster. And Ticketmaster sends out a lot of reminders and different things. Uh, but in the end, there's quite a lot of no-shows, uh, which I didn't I feel bad about actually. So I hope that uh, that diminishes as people get more used to society being open. But do keep that in mind. If you're somebody that had tickets, go back on your email, check, because uh, uh, I'd hate for that to continue. Tonight should be better because the original show sold out pretty quick. Uh, the second show was an extra date and society had kind of shut down well before uh a lot of these tickets. So these tickets tonight would have been sold more recently, so shouldn't be as much of an issue. But I do have some shows, particularly guys, Limerick, Wexford. Those are the two biggest ones. They were literally the next shows I was supposed to do when society shut down that Thursday in March. The The next day I was supposed to be in Limerick. So keep that in mind for the, the Limerick and Wexford shows, particularly. Uh, and... Um, Nace and Waterford, the few others that like have been on sale were like sold out for a long time. So keep that in mind. Uh, anyway, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I was kind of a little stuck actually for topics because I was just, I was going through, you know, the sort of hot topics of the week. And obviously, Joe Rogan was still there. Hot topic. I don't want to deal with that. I, I've read some very interesting articles about it. Um, and 
I just, I'm just, I don't want to get into that. Jimmy Carr's joke about the Holocaust, very hot topic. Didn't want to get into that because uh, I have my own opinions, but I just, I'll have my own controversies in this life. So I don't need to get caught up in other people's. Um, and that's just like not wanting to get into that. Uh, inflation, hot topic. Uh, but I feel like that's a better left to the economists. Uh, COVID continuing. Uh, you know, I just like feel like we've had enough of that. Uh, Ottawa. But the cost of living is a big issue here in Ireland, I, I've noticed. And I have to be honest, I came back to some bills uh, which were astronomical. I mean, I have people living in my house, uh, so obviously I need to discuss it with them, but the, the bills have definitely gone up. I've noticed that. Uh, so that is a big topic, but I just not that, I'm not that on top of it right now to really have an opinion. Uh, I also just, I, I honestly, I never know the right solutions. Uh, people have very passionate opinions on the right solutions. Uh, I, 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 I just don't know what the right solutions are. Um, I've just used to a decade of worrying about no inflation and now suddenly we're worried about huge inflation. So I'll leave that to the experts. Uh, and all these things were just things that just, they weren't like inspiring me. The Tinder swindler I watched. I mean, I could talk a little bit about that, but anyway, I just, I was kind of stuck. And then I saw an article, the New York times about love languages. And Hannah's always talking to me about fucking love languages. And I had never heard of this, what's your love language nonsense. Now, that, that, was, that was a loaded sentence. So uh, let me just say that uh, I'm going to keep an open mind uh, in this conversation because we're coming up to Valentine's Day. And so you get a lot of Valentine's Day articles. Of course, Valentine's Day t- will, will always be now the anniversary of my engagement because I proposed to, to Hannah on Valentine's Day. Uh, 2021. So now, now it has a little more meaning for me in that I tried to add to the uh, add to the day uh, that was in it. So uh, I proposed on Valentine's Day, um, which, uh, as some people know, means that if it didn't work out with myself and Hannah, I couldn't get the ring back because it's a gift day. I don't know if people know that, but I think I said it before. But I'm saying it again. Uh, but Hannah likes to talk about love languages and a lot of these podcasts, you know, uh, sex relationship podcasts like to talk about love languages. I, I didn't even realize that this came from a book that some guy wrote like 20 years ago. Uh, but I, 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 got, I got my eyes wandered to this article in the New York Times this morning. And um, this woman was writing and I, 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 she was being quite comical about it. And I was kind of into it. And then I was like, you know what? Uh, I, I noticed that th- th- there's a love language test uh, because the... The five love languages are um, are are there. So, uh, actually, let me read the five love languages for those that perhaps um, aren't familiar with the five love languages. Uh, let me read them out, and then. So basically, what's going to happen? I, I I should have teed this up at the start. There's a love language test, and I'm going to do. I've never done it. Don't know what the questions are. I deliberately haven't opened it. I'm going to do it live with you guys for Valentine's Day. I'm going to find out, according to this love language test, what my love language is. Okay? Um, so here are the five love languages. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and touch. Okay? So... I don't know if people are aware of the love languages, but um, you know, I'm not. I I can't even. Honestly, for me, I I for me, I feel like my love language is different every day of the week. Like sometimes touch is mine, and then sometimes if you touch me, I literally feel like you're giving me an electric shock. Uh, acts of service. Uh, again, it just feels like like the mood I'm in. Sometimes I want you to just leave me the fuck alone. Uh, I'm better at giving gifts than receiving gifts. Uh, quality time. Yeah, let's just do the test. I, I don't. I don't want to make any preconceived notions about love languages because honestly, I'm a little cynical about any. I, I'm I'm cynical about all things like that. Try to break things down simply into like five simple things: the st- five stages of grief, um, uh, 
you know, um, are, are you know, the the enneo, enneograms? You know, what personality type are you? Fucking horoscopes. Just any any of this shit that just like tries to simplify human existence into these things. I I don't love, but at the same time, I think even the most nonsensical stuff like the Celestine prophecy, uh, you can get into these, you know, insights and learn things about yourself. And if you can keep an open mind and not be cynical, even though it might be total nonsense, there still might be something in there that you can learn about yourself. So we're going to do the love language quiz live on the Des Bishop podcast here on this beautiful Saturday. And before I start the quiz, can I just say that, of course, I don't love being away from Hannah, and there can be a lot of isolation on the road, but sitting here right now with the sun shining through the window, looking out over the lakes of Killarney, knowing that Ireland are playing France in rugby at 4.45, and I'm here to watch it, because it's very hard to stay up with the rugby when you're in the States, but just knowing that I'm going to be sitting in this beautiful hotel room on my own, shouting at the TV... At five o'clock is just feckin' bliss for me. There are certain things I miss about being in Ireland, and being here now for this moment is, it's incredible. I mean, it's just so nice out here right now. So I'm going to start the quiz. Here we go. Uh, the love language quiz. First of all, uh, I am an adult. Um, how do you describe yourself? I'm in a relationship uh, is it more meaningful to me when I receive a loving note, text, email for no special reason from my loved one, or my partner and I hug? Hmm. Which is more meaningful for me? I receive a loving note, text, email for no special reason from my loved one, or my partner and I hug? I'm going to say my partner and I hug. I think I'm a big fan of a hug. You know, I can I can sometimes not be the most affectionate person, but I love a hug. I'm a hugging guy. We're learning already. Is it more meaningful to me when I can spend alone time with my partner, just the two of us, or my partner does something practical to help me out? Ooh, I'm definitely going to say my partner does something practical to help me out. I mean, of course, I love spending quality time, just the two of us. You know, watching the Tinder swindler. But it's it is special when they do something to help me out. Which if you if you actually listen to Hannah's podcast, you'll know that she's terrible at admin. Um we've had a few instances where um for example, the day that I was supposed to be flying back to Ireland, she asked, she was supposed to be coming with me, then she couldn't come on that day. So she was gonna change her flight and she accidentally cancelled both our flights. So suddenly on the day of my flight I had no flight, uh, and I had already uh, used my Delta Global upgrade certificates uh, to upgrade that flight, and I was a little, I gave, I'll be honest, I freaked out a little bit, because it was like a stressful day, uh, but in the end, it was resolved, um, but uh, it was a little stressful. So anyway, needless to say, when Hannah chips in with the admin and it works out, to me, that is better than a blowjob. Um, is it more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a little gift as a token of our love for each other or I get to spend uninterrupted leisure, leisure time with my partner? I'm going to say I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with my partner. I, I, I don't really need the, the tokens. I mean, gift giving clearly, like receiving gifts is not my love language. That That's becoming clear. I think we're learning that. But particularly when we're talking about leisure time, like doing fun shit together is everything to me. Um, So I guess we are learning. Uh, You know, like for me, it's like, like playing tennis or playing beach volleyball together, like actually doing it together. Um. Or, you know, going on a holiday and, like, finding, like, something really interesting to do. Uh, or, for me, really just sitting outside a coffee shop, watching the world go by and taking the piss out of everybody. That, to me, is, that's that's real love, you know? 
you know, I guess, I mean, is it unromantic to be like, uh, I'm a partner in crime guy. I want a partner in crime, you know? So you're telling me, you know, Hannah and I, early in our relationship, we uh, we won a two-on-two beach volleyball tournament, even though Hannah's quite new at two-on-two beach volleyball. Uh, we won a tournament. It wasn't a very high-level tournament, and a lot of the people we were playing were quite young, but they, they're good. But we won, and we won like $280 uh, that we took off these kids. <laughs> and uh, I have to say, that that was like one of the happiest moments of my life being able to do that with my partner in crime, you know? So that definitely is my love language, being able to do shit like that, you know? Now, I have to also tell you that on Monday, I'm going to see a orthopedic specialist about my never-ending groin problem in Waterford. Uh, And uh, most likely, I'm going to have to get surgery, which is going to fuck up me and mama. But the reason I have to get surgery is because in that summer of the pandemic, I played so much beach volleyball, met Hannah, and then tried to keep up with Hannah's, you know, uh, essentially professional tennis standard. Uh, and I tore the shit. I, I really destroyed my body. Uh, so uh, unfortunately, my love language uh, clashes with my 46-year-old body's physical ability to keep up with this nonsense. So uh, it turns out that my body and my love language seem to clash. So that's a little unfortunate. Is it more meaningful to me when my partner unexpectedly does something for me like filling my car or doing the laundry or my partner and I touch? I mean, this is hilarious to me because Hannah does not do the laundry. So if Hannah did the laundry, I, I, I swear to God, I, I, I think I would just have to just grab her and run to the courthouse and, 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 and marry her early. That that would be unex like like filling my car. I mean, if Hannah could pass her driving test and actually was in a situation where she could fill my car, that would be the most incredible uh, thing of all time. Uh, so, I definitely in this quiz because I actually I'm I'm focusing too much on my current relationship. I'm supposed to be keeping this a bit uh, broader, so this is not fair. This is actually not fair. And I, I, I sometimes complain to Hannah when she talks to you personally about our relationship on podcast. So uh, sorry, I, 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 I kind of, I, 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 I'm, I'm now apologizing for uh, focusing this too much on Hannah. But I, I have to say that for me in this quiz, my partner unexpectedly does something for me like filling my car or doing the laundry. It's just so funny that the two examples that they gave are, the, <laughs> are like the two things that would rock my world if they happened. Now listen, I have you. Hannah has paid for the petrol in the car at times, uh, you know, because I'd be like driving her around and stuff. But uh, it, 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 it's so sad, actually. Not sad, but you know, people always say you become like your father, but I, I really have become like my mother. Like the whole thing is a fucking joke. I'm sitting there making fun of my mother every night, and I'm literally just making fun of myself because you know that my dad never had a driver's license. My dad never drove his entire life. And my mother was such a control freak. And I know that she, she would have hated my dad getting a driver's license because that independence would have been like a, like a threat to her ever, you know, her, her control over my father. And like, so he, he was completely reliant on my mother to get around. You know, because he ended up living a suburban life. You know, in his earlier life, he was always in like London or New York where he didn't need to drive. But then when he was living in Queens, like he needed lifts to a lot of places. So, you know, he was he was in the trap of Eileen Bishop's control. It's like, well, if you want to do that, you need to wait for me to be ready to take you. Right. And, I, you know, there's just so many times I'm just like, God, I'm just like my mother. It's like it's like embarrassing. And uh, it's so funny because Hannah now can't drive and I'm driving. I have to do a lot of like Hannah driving or like Hannah will say something to me like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to this place. Like, how are you going to get there? You know, I'm like, and I'm like, oh my God, that was literally like Eileen Bishop. Like, how are you going to get there? Like, like my mother's greatest love was like realizing that you needed to rely on her. She was like, <laughs> welcome back into my circle of influence. <laughs> and now that's me. <laughs> And I'm laughing the same way. Ah! How is this happening? Anyway, this is a great quiz. So uh, it's definitely uh, 
my partner and I does it. And it's not my partner and I touch, which is another Eileen thing. You know, she she didn't love the she didn't love the touching. So I'm gonna pick that one. It is more meaningful me when my partner puts their arm around me when we're in public, or my partner surprises me with a gift. Hmm. 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 I mean, you have to answer these questions. Hmm. Hmm. I'm like 50-50 on this one. Hmm. I mean, neither of these are my two faves. Hmm. Hmm. Which one am I going to say? Hmm. I'm going to say my partner surprises me with a gift. That was a tough one for me to answer, though. Uh, if there's any uh, any psychiatrist or psychologist listening, you can start to read into all this, which is great. Uh, is it more meaningful to me when I'm around my partner, even if we're not really doing anything, or I hold hands with my partner? It's definitely I'm around my partner, even if we're not doing anything. And, and that's, I think I've either heard it said and agreed or like said that myself just like real love to me is just like sitting there and like it just you don't have to communicate you don't have to like be worried that neither of you are talking you know but that that that's okay but like like one of you isn't sitting there being like why is she ignoring me why is he ignoring me that you're just comfortable around each other i i think i think that that's more for me hmm why do they keep these fucking gift questions are so annoying they're so leading it's so beautiful. Right now, there's hardly a cloud in the sky. I have to go outside and go for a walk after this. It's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a gift or I hear I love you from my partner. I think it's I hear I love you from my partner. Um, it's more meaningful to me when I sit close to my partner or I am complimented by my loved one for no apparent reason. It's I sit close to my partner. I actually don't love compliments out of nowhere. I actually get uncomfortable. I, 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 you know, I, um, I, I, I like sometimes, you know, like a compliment will come and I'll just be like, oh, just fucking just stab me. Just, ah, 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 like, oh God, why are you, why are you fucking ruining my day with a compliment right now? <laughs> I mean, um, guys, this is hyperbole, but yeah, I'm just answering the questions honestly. Um, is it more meaningful to me when I get the chance to just hang out in quotation marks? Why is hang out in quotation marks? When I get the chance to quote unquote hang out with my partner or I unexpectedly get small gifts. they fucking gifts. Will you ever fuck off with the gifts? Well, it's I get the chance to just quote unquote hang out with my partner. Like that, That's all I really want. All I really want is to just fucking hang out with my partner. You know, because you're not riding, you're only riding a short amount of time. You can't be fucking telling each other you love you the whole time. You know, I hear my partner tell me I'm proud of you or my partner helps me with a task. Well, I think you know that it's my partner helps me with a task. At this stage of the game, was there anybody uh, that didn't know that that was going to be the thing? Honestly, I love assembling furniture with my partner now that we're not personalizing it anymore i love assembling furniture you know hannah used to uh, hannah joked early on in our podcast that when she moved in we got a king ikea um no sorry not a king ikea it was a a king like zanus whatever uh bed frame and one of those mattress you know amazon mattresses and that we assembled the bed frame together and there was one mistake we made and we didn't fall out I actually love uh, assembling furniture with my partner. I like doing a task with my partner. Uh, my partner saying, I'm proud of you. It's like, no, thank you. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't need you to be proud of me because I've been criticizing myself for the flaws in the performance that you're proud of me for, for the last 12 hours. So I don't need your fucking pride to conflict with my self-critical analysis. Thank you. I don't need you to clash with my negative internal monologue. So keep your fucking pride to yourself. All right. 
this is a joke, guys. Hyperbole. Okay. It is more meaningful to me when I get to do things with my partner or I hear supportive words from my partner. Guys, these questions are the same. I get to do things with my partner. I don't need supportive words from my partner. Okay? I don't need them. They're not going to change anything. Um, is it more meaningful to me when my partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things? Or I feel connected to my partner through a hug. Ooh. Now they've added an extra layer. Ooh. My partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things. I feel connected to my partner through a hug. Hmm. This is another one of those 50-50 ones. Isn't that like, I like both of those things. These qu this quiz is kind of annoying because there's no like both option. I'm 50-50 on this one. And I, you know, I hope this quiz uh, factors in these, these gray areas. My partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things. Or I feel connected to my partner through a hug. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it's very judgmental, isn't it? Instead of just talking about it. They, they really loaded up that one. Hmm. Uh, instead of just talking, like it's loaded that one. I feel like like there's there's so much going on in that one, and then there's I feel connected to my partner through a hug, like such a simple expression. <sighs> oh God, which one am I gonna pick here? Uh, hmm. I'm gonna say I feel connected to my partner through a hug, which I you know I know it's gonna fuck up the algorithm, but like. I don't like the judgmental tone of the top one. I'm going to say connected to my partner through a hug because I love hugging, which might clash with their whole touch or acts of service shit that you're trying to allude to here. But that's why I don't believe in this nonsense. But I'm not going to judge it because there's a lot of questions. This, this isn't five questions. They make a decision. Is it more meaningful to me when I hear praise from my partner or my partner gives me something that shows me that they were really thinking about me. I mean, come on. These are like the same questions. All right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say my partner gives me something to show that they're really thinking about me. But like I'm, I'm getting annoyed with the questions. They're repetitive. Is it more meaningful to me when I'm able to just be around my partner or I get a back rub or a massage? Oh, come on. I want to fuck a massage. I, I know this also might clash with the shit that I was saying. But like I love a massage. And I like here's what I really think is an act of love. Because a lot of us, they'll give a little massage. But like the thing about massaging, which I'm sure a lot of us have experienced in our relationship. For a couple of minutes, uh, giving a massage is like, like a nice, tactile, affectionate way of connecting. But like after two or three minutes, massaging becomes like a job. Um and we're going to take a break from the quiz for a sec because I, I actually want to talk about this. And there's, there's a lot of pitfalls to the massaging in that a quick massage doesn't really do much. It's only just starting to get good, but I understand that the massager gets tired hands. And you got to push through that, you know? And uh, it becomes like work. But that work is like so good for the receiver of the massage. And I appreciate that, you know, it's hard to keep doing it, but that is real love. Uh, the problem with massaging, though, is that like not everyone's good at massaging. And I really need to point out that we're getting very general here. I am not talking about Hannah. We are now moving off the quiz for a sec and we are talking about massage. Some people are not great at massage, which is tough because this is when you get into that realm of do I tell them to go harder or softer or do I tell them that they're not doing great because you don't want to ruin the vibe. You know what I mean? But then if it's like really not great, the vibe is getting ruined because you're like, do they actually think this is a good massage? You know? Uh, and so it can be awkward, you know? And I've, I've had a lot of... I, I consider myself to be a pretty good massage giver. I've had a lot of massages in my life. 
I, 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 I like a massage. Uh, and I, I think I am a good massage giver, but there have been times where I have massaged someone who also considers themselves to be a good massage giver, but also is a very critical massage receiver. Uh, and they start sort of like giving me what I would consider to be like almost professional pointers on massage. And I'm like, uh, let me you fucking let's let me see you fucking massage me with this fucking professional massage receiving tips before you give such heavily loaded tips. And then suddenly it's like, well, fuck you. You know, like I, I kind of get I get I get a little uh, a little annoyed because it's like almost coming from like a know-it-all vibe. But then that conflicts with when I'm getting massage and I, and I don't think it's great. And But I'm I'm like resistant to giving too many tips because I don't want the receiver. So sometimes it can be very complicated getting the massage vibe right. Plus then you have this situation where it's like, listen, here we are. It's Valentine's Day. We've gotten a hotel. This is general. We're, we're speaking generically here, hypothetically. We've gotten a hotel and one of us has purchased massage oil because we're going to make like a night of it, you know? And uh, so do you want a fucking like full body massage, like as if it's like, you know, a medical therapeutic massage? Or do you want like an erotic massage? Because I feel like in a way, an erotic massage is like an easier to not get wrong massage because at the end of the day it's more just about touch but when suddenly somebody's like oh yeah i'm really tight there can you work that out it's like yo i'm not a fucking masseuse. i'm not a professional masseuse i'm not gonna be able to work out oh yeah you feel that knot it's like I, I don't know if i feel a fucking knot i'm not trained in fucking human anatomy i don't really know am i doing something good or bad to you so let's not pretend that i'm gonna fucking work out your your, your fucking back problems here okay you know, I'm going to put some oil on and I'm going to massage you uh, close to the erogenous zones and both you and I are going to get horny as a result of this erotic massage. I think that's your safer bet, you know. So, you know, since we've gone all around the massage world, my advice is get some massage oil and, and keep it on the erotic front. Keep it on the soft hands front and uh, use it as foreplay. Because, you know, when one or the other of you is relying on you, like, you know, working out their medical issues... You know, I think that there's going to be some mistakes made or somebody's going to like be too uh, teachy and somebody's going to get annoyed. And uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on massage. That was just a little little massage uh, rant that came up from the quiz. Uh, please give me feedback in the comments about what you think of that. Uh, is it more meaningful for me when my partner re reacts positively to something I've accomplished or... My partner does something for me that I know they don't particularly enjoy. Hmm. I got to think it's my partner does something for me that I know they don't particularly enjoy. I'm trying to think of a good example of that. Um, I, let me think now. Uh, I, I know there's something that like I like that my partner doesn't like. But sometimes she does it for me because I like it, which I think is great and I appreciate that. But I think on the flip side, I, I, I think I've done this in my life where I spend too much time trying to get that person to come around to. Like I know that they're doing it for me, which is great, but then I want them to like it. Like I want them to turn. I've done that in my life. And I think that's bad. I think you have to appreciate when somebody's making a sacrifice for you. But I think you got to also appreciate that they might not like it. And that's okay. You know? Because I know I've resisted. And, and then you also have to challenge yourself with like, am I resisting liking this? Like say I'm, say I'm doing something for my partner that I know they like, even though I don't love it, but I'm doing it for them. You have to not uh, you know, be grumpy Joe and sort of like do it under protest. But also you have to keep open-minded. You have to let yourself like it if it's happening, you know? It's, 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 it's better to not like be like, no, I'm just not liking it. I'm doing this for her, but I don't like it. Like allow yourself to like it if it's happening. Don't like it because you think you should, but also don't resist it, you know, because you're, you, you don't want to give them the satisfaction, and I think we've all been guilty of that. I know I have. Hands up. 
arrest me, relationship police. I have resisted liking something because I wouldn't want to give somebody the satisfaction. I wouldn't give him the satisfaction. Another routine of mine I need to find. You know, sometimes I think, you know, I, I used to have a routine about, you know, people saying like, I wouldn't give him the satisfaction. And uh, the joke was about sometimes people come up to me and they'll be like, why are all these people wanting pictures with you? I don't know who you are. And it's like, I don't fucking know who you are either. Why the fuck are you coming up to me? Which, of course, they do know who I am, but they just want to, like, make it seem like they don't, you know, take me down a peg or two. So then they go back to their friends and they're like, do you hear what I said to Des Bishop? I told him I didn't know who he was. And they'd be like, but you do know who he was. I know, but I wouldn't give him the satisfaction. (laughs) Which, uh, you know, we've all done that in different ways. And God knows I have resisted liking something because I wouldn't give him the satisfaction. Uh, Is it more meaningful for me? Uh, when I'm fading here, by the way, because I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten yet. My partner and I kiss frequently, or I sense my partner is showing interest in the things I care about. Well, for me, it's definitely going to be I sense my partner is showing interest in the things I care about, you know, because, you know, I, 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 I can be hit or miss with the kissing, you know? And, and I, hands up, I'm just, I'm being honest about this love language quiz. And I don't want to lie about things about myself because there could be somebody else out there that struggles with that. You know, sometimes I... uh I can be, I can struggle with the kissing sometimes, which of course, you know, uh, probably gets into some intimacy stuff, but I'm just being honest here for the answer to this one. I sense my partner is showing interest in the things I care about. I've pressed it. We're halfway through the quiz and I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a break because I'm so hungry. I'm going to eat. And I didn't realize how long this quiz was, (laughs) to be honest with you. So let's take a quick break and I'll be back. You guys won't know that, but actually I'm going to, I'm going to put the ad break in here. There's not always ads, but I'm going to put the ad break here in this gap moment and uh, we'll be back after the break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, so I didn't eat. I just, I just drank some water. And uh, I ordered some room service. So we'll keep going until the room service comes. Um, you know, because I gotta, we got to keep going, man. You know, I don't know why I, I, get so, I get so tired just talking on my own into a mic. My brain was nearly given up there. I think I just talk too much in this life. I'm running out of words. It's more meaningful to me when my partner works on special projects with me that I have to complete or my partner gives me an exciting gift. Okay, we know the answer. I'm going to go through some of these a little quicker because this quiz is like insanely long. long excuse me. That's the um, that's from me chugging water there. My apologies. Um I'm complimented by my partner's appearance or my partner takes the time to listen to me and really understand my feelings. Jesus Christ. (sighs) The problem with me is I'm so vain, I'm probably going to go, I'm complimented by my partner's appearance because the other one, like, understands my feelings. Like, okay, save it for the fucking couples therapy. All right? Forgive me for being a relic. Forgive me for being a relic of a, you know, before Brezzy when we all talked about our feelings. Um... It's more meaningful to me when my partner and I share non-sexual touch in public or my partner (laughs) offers to run errands for me. I mean, these questions are so loaded. You know, these questions are all geared towards getting you into these five things. You know, I just feel like there's more than five. I, by the way, I don't know what the other, other ones would be, you know, but, uh, 
my joke always with Hannah when she's like, my love language is this. I always say, my love language is silence. <laughs> but that's a, that's a joke, okay? Joking. I know that the therapists out there are saying that's passive aggressive. That's bad communication. I understand we're having fun here, guys. Um, my partner and I, Shane, oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to say my partner runs errands for me. Uh, my partner does a bit more than their normal share of responsibilities, or I get a gift. Oh, God, the fucking gifts. Fuck off. I get a gift. All right. Uh, I'm going to say it does more stuff. I'm going to go quick. My partner doesn't check their phone while we're talking. Ooh, now that's good. This is, Now we're into a good question. My partner doesn't check their phone while we're talking, or my partner goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me. Mm. Mm. I'm going to say my partner doesn't check their phone while we're talking. That might be specific to me. <laughs> mm. And the looking at the phone thing can be difficult. Do you know what else is really annoying? And again, this is generic, hypo, hypo, hypothetic. Uh, not talking about anyone in particular. You ever on the phone with somebody and you can tell that they're like also like texting or like reading their emails while they're talking to you? Very annoying. Very annoying. Because you can tell that they're like distant or they didn't really respond correctly. Um, it's more meaningful for me when I can look forward to a holiday because it of a gift I anticipate receiving fucking gifts. I hear the words. I appreciate you from my partner. I'm going to say, I hear the words appreciate me, but like, I don't like that question. It's like, it's such nonsense. It's more meaningful for me when my partner brings me a little gift after they've been traveling without me. I have a whole thing about the whole expectation of gifts while you're traveling. I can't say people go always like, I have to get gifts for everybody. It's like, no, you went away to get a break. You didn't go away to suddenly have a job of getting presents for everybody. I can't stand that. I have to get a I have to get a gift. No, you don't. Enjoy your time away. This is your time. You don't have to spend time going around all these fucking souvenir shops to get gifts for people that, you know, that don't matter. And then if, if you come back and you don't get a gift and those people are like, oh, you didn't get me a gift, then they're an asshole. Sorry, was that I think there's gonna be a complaint at the Addo Heights. It's like there's some man a couple of days before Valentine's Day ranting and raving about things that we all find very romantic. But I, that's just my opinion. And guys, we're joking, okay? We're having jokes. So this one is, my partner brings me a little gift after they've been traveling without me, all right? If, if Hannah was doing a podcast, she'd probably be like, if your partner was traveling without you and the gift is too good, they were probably cheating. That would be like, that'd be like Hannah humor. Uh, my partner takes care of something I'm responsible to do, but I feel too stressed to do all the time at the time. Um, I mean, of course I'm going to say the second one. Uh, my partner doesn't interrupt me while I'm talking or gift giving is an important part. Oh, it, it, my partner doesn't interrupt me while I'm talking is number one. And you know, I, I think that's very important and we've all done it, you know, the, the interrupting, but, uh, I, I, I think uh, my partner doesn't interrupt me while I'm talking is definitely big for me. Uh, you know, uh, especially if you like lose your train of thought because of it. It's like, ooh, red card, red card. Um, and I'm sure some people are going to be like, well, Des, you always interrupt people when you're doing the podcast. And I appreciate that I have interrupted. And I will be very open to somebody being annoyed at me if I interrupted them. So this is not, we're not making accusations that anyone here, we're keeping this very broad. And I think that we can all see ourselves on both sides of some of these red cards. My partner helps me out when they know I'm already tired. Or I get to go somewhere while spending time with my partner. Hmm. I'm going to say I get to go somewhere while spending time with my partner. My partner and I are physically intimate. Or my partner gives me a little gift that they picked up in the course of their normal day. My partner and I are physically intimate. Thank you. My partner says something encouraging to me, or I get to spend time in a shared activity or hobby with my partner. Come on, it's I get to spend time. It's like some of these are so repetitive. We're nearly there, though. We're nearly there. And I hope now, as we're coming towards the end of this podcast, that you guys are starting to guess what my love language is. What is my love language? My partner surprises me with a small token of their appreciation, or my partner and I touch a lot during the normal course of the day. Another one of these ones that neither apply to me. Why are they doing these annoying ones? I'm going to say my partner surprises me with a small token. Just because like affection throughout the whole day, like too much for me. I need, you know, I need a break. You know, I, 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 I recommend you go back to an episode of The Shift where Aiden and I are discussing affection, uh, which was actually a couple of weeks. The, we, the, corona was already starting to brew up. We were in France and uh, Aiden and I did a little podcast together. 
Um, it's more meaningful for me when my partner helps me out, especially if I know they're already busy. I hear my partner specifically tell me, I appreciate you. My partner helps me out. They're trying to get me into acts of service. I see where they're trying to, I see where you're trying to put me. Fucking love language people. My partner and I embrace after we've been apart for a while, or I hear my partner say how much I mean to them. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. My partner and I embrace after we've been apart for a while, or I hear my partner say how much I mean to them. I'm going to say my partner and I embrace after we've been apart for a while, but that's very specific. We, we, we A lot of long-distance moments in my life, all my life. I can spend alone time with my partner, just the two of us. We can make it if we try, just the two of us, you and I. I can spend alone time with my partner, just the two of us. Or my partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things. Hmm. Again, I like both of these things. Uh, but I'm going to say my partner does nice things instead of, uh-oh, it's over. I knew they were trying to get me into acts of service. I knew it. So according to the love language quiz, my love language is acts of service. Acts of service is 32%. Quality time was 29%, 19% physical touch, 10% words of affirmation, and 10% receiving gifts. Interesting. So my love language is acts of service, which was clear they were trying to get me into that. Um, but you know what they don't have in here? Like, my love language is making me laugh. Honest to God, like I know that we're trying to keep it general, but Hannah made me laugh the first time we met and that was all she wrote. And she laughs at me because, you know, this comedian, I think I've said this before in a podcast, but, uh, oh God, I, I forgot her name, female comedian. Um, and I only say female comedian because it's relevant to what I'm about to say. Was We were in uh, Las Vegas and... Uh, we were talking about the apps because she was like, she ended up single in her, you know, like later years. Like, I think she was like in her 50s. So we were talking about like all the shit that people write on the apps. And uh, a lot of guys say, I need a woman with a sense of humor, right? But what what they really mean is, I want a woman to laugh at my jokes, right? And actually they get intimidated by a woman that can make them laugh. But actually for me... Being able to make me laugh is so important. It's not just being able to laugh at my jokes. It's also being able to make me laugh. I, it's just so important to me. Like my love language is laughter and having the crack. And like, so I feel like th- these love languages don't include Irish people. You have to be able to have the crack. You know, it's more than just acts of service. Where's having the crack? Where is being able to have a laugh? What, you know, where's that? That's my love language. Where's that? So I get it. I saw all the questions guiding me towards acts of service. But honestly, make me fucking laugh. That's my love language. You know? Have the crack. And I get it from the reading between the lines with the intimacy stuff that sometimes we can hide from real intimacy through laughter and joking. I get that. I'm open to that. It's been said to me before. Work on that sometimes. Um, But I have to say, laughter, and and, and this goes for like all, honestly, like all my relationships. Oh, there's my food. Sorry for the distraction there. Yeah, I was saying that um, I, it's it's that way with all my relationships, like the laughter part. (laughs) Like my family, my friends, like growing up even, like it was all, laughter was just so important to us. It was like a bonding exercise. I mean, a lot of times we were making fun of my dad, but I, I think that's that's kind of universal, right? You make fun of the dad. Um, but it was important to us to have a laugh. And then like all my friendships, like our, our most important thing is making each other laugh. Like that's what we do. Um. And that's not just my Irish friends, that's my New York friends too. Like, 
and I mean, maybe some of it's a little negative, like we rip on each other and stuff, but like it, it, it bonds us, you know, just having a laugh together. It's number one for me. So I, I think there's something missing in the love language, to be honest. If I were to tell the truth, the love language is missing laughter. Laughter is my love language. I'm going to write a poem. Um, and there's got to be some, there's got to be some science behind that. The endorphins of laughter. I always see these articles about people talking about the healing properties of laughter. Well, surely there's an element of relationship bonding elements of laughter. Yeah, maybe the guy that wrote the love language book was a fucking dry shite. No crack. Fucking yanks. Was he a yank, the love language guy? Let's let's find out if the love language guy was a yank. Uh, love language, right? Oh, of course there's love languages wrong. And I, listen, I, I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for uh, Gary Chapman, author. Um, yeah, but who are you, bro? Who is Gary Chapman? Other than a, a charlatan, but I'm not saying he is. I'm just joking around. Who is Gary Chapman? Let's find out who you are. American author. Of course he is. And he's a pastor at the Calvary Baptist Church. How? Come on. It's fucking nonsense. My love language is hating on these fucking charlatans. Which, you know, I'm basing this on no facts at all. I'm basing this on a quick Google. But we're only having a laugh here, guys. Oh, let me off the hook. Anyway, we're going to leave it there. My love language is laughter. I'm ignoring the acts of service uh, conclusion that came up. And uh, do check out the show, me and Mama, desbishop.net forward slash tour dates. Go on. And my Instagram, TikTok, um, and uh, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash desbishop. I've been posting on there again lately, pushing the tour. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll see you. Bonus episode with uh, Daniel McKenna from Peloton coming up. This week, recorded with him before I left New York. First Irish Peloton instructor. Unrelated to the fact that Peloton was in the news. In fact, that story broke the day after I interviewed him. We don't get into that. I don't care. Still a Peloton fan. Um, so uh, stay tuned for that. Remember to keep spreading the word about the pod. Leave reviews. Uh, screenshots and stuff. Let's get, the, let's get the pod back up the charts. Let's get people listening to the pod. And that's it. We'll see you guys uh, in a couple of days. Thanks. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.